Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. And um, last week we, we had a lot of fun talking about artificial intelligence and how it was going to impact the future of cities. And AI is another buzzword that um, people have been talking a lot about this year as it it explodes as its own um, sort of a solution for businesses and how it's going to impact consumers. But we've been really trying to talk to folks who are doing innovative real life things with AI that will um, help businesses and see how it's going to uh, impact consumers. And so we have um, someone like that on the phone, and that is the fabulous James Briggs, who is the CEO and founder, co-CEO and founder of AI Collaborator. Let's have a big tech cat welcome for James Briggs. Hi, Laurie. Our studio audience always goes wild. So, James, you have launched a really innovative company. You and I have talked a few times, and we're trying to figure out different ways to work together. But tell us all about AI Collaborator, because I, I love the story of this company. So, so give us the whole, um, give us your background and the setup for launching it. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, and thanks for having me here. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, so, AI Collaborator. Uh, you know, I uh, have spent probably about half of my career working in technology and everything from big telecom and new product development and marketing and things like that. And uh, uh, and then I've had uh, a couple startups now. Uh, up until about two years ago, I was actually running a mobile advertising firm uh, and uh exited that business in 2016 and went out and decided I wanted to sort of uh, travel more, relax more, and get away from the, the startup world. So I actually started to help out international startup companies that wanted to come into the U.S. Uh, so I had a goal of just helping them accelerate their business, doing some coaching, uh, doing some mentoring, and helping them grow. And one of the things I realized is I was meeting a lot of uh, startup companies that were AI-backed, uh, technology companies, so great teams, great innovators, but were struggling to break through into the U.S. space. And, and so uh, I saw an opportunity. I pulled together a team and, and, and really tried to understand what potential opportunity um, uh, might be there. And the result really was AI Collaborator. Uh, and so we built a company that was specifically focused on how do we take all of this great innovation that's going on in the AI world from all these uh, amazing uh, talents out there, uh, wherever they are, and and then really address a need that we see large companies have having in, uh, in order to get access to AI resources. Uh, one of the big things that we saw was that there's, there's a, a real uh, competition for uh, startup and AI and design or uh, engineering talent. Um, and and this, this competition is only going to get worse uh, as more and more companies start to invest in these technologies. So by bringing these large companies together with these startup companies, we're sort of solving problems for, uh, for everyone involved. And not only the, the startup company now has better access to uh, opportunities with the large companies, the large companies now can innovate and access the engineering resources that they might not otherwise uh, be able to access, and then the end goal, of course, is that the consumers and the customers get better products, they get better experiences as a result of this. So the goal of AI Collaborator really is an open innovation platform where we bring uh, AI startups, folks interested in AI, and folks together to really be able to create opportunity for all. I love that. It's such a um, a lovely sentiment. Um, <laughs> now, there's there's so much that can be done with AI. So, how do you, you know, sort out and decide, you know, what companies you're going to be working with, and you know, what categories? I mean, you could pick anything right now, and AI is impacting it. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's very true. And, 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 and one of the, one of the 
consideration <laughs> we had to, to make when we when we started the journey. journey. Uh, we uh, have to figure out how do we not try to boil the ocean and deliver something that's going to be of value to a specific client set, uh, given there is so much buzz and so much hype, in fact, about going on around AI. Uh, we come from sort of sales, marketing, business development type roles within uh, organizations, me and my co-founders. Um, and, and so we wanted to try to stick to the things that we knew best. And so AI Collaborator, we're focused on applied AI solutions that can be applied along the customer journey. Uh, it was an area that we're very comfortable with. We, uh, uh, especially someone like me who spent my career uh, and as of just recently owning uh, a mobile advertising firm. So really focused on engaging audiences and learning about audience behaviors on different media platforms. Uh, and so we really wanted to look at startup companies that were doing innovative things uh, and uh, that that mattered to, to clients. Uh, when you look at uh, all the changes and consumer preferences and things like that is that is really forcing companies to rethink how they engage their audiences. Uh, we saw a tremendous opportunity and we see a, the role that AI uh, can play in helping uh, uh, clients and customers do a better job of uh, of speaking, engaging, understanding their consumer audiences. And so we're very focused on uh, solutions that are going to help those companies deliver better experiences to the humans that they have to interact with in order to, to grow their businesses. I love that idea because so much of um, what people are talking about with AI, especially people that don't know anything about it, it's very fear-oriented, and there's a lot of talk about a lack of ethics, and, um, you know, uh, we had someone on the show who was specifically focused on ethics um, a few weeks ago, um, kind of helping to define, you know, what the experience is with AI, because it can get into that, you know, what I keep calling killer robots mode, <laughs> but, you're, but you're looking... You're more looking at it more as a business solution for how a company provides an experience to a consumer, correct? Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. We definitely, all of us, anyone that's working uh, with AI, and, 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 and I like to say when I'm uh, meeting with senior folks that are not the engineering folks is that, AI is too important to just be left to the engineers alone. Uh, so it's something that is going to impact all of us. So we all should be in the conversation. Um, but I also think that uh, a lot of time we get so focused on the uh, on the technology and on the uh, efficiencies that are gained by the technology that we often forget about the humans that are on the receiving end. And so uh, with AI Collaborator, a big element of, of what we're trying to do is to create, is to ensure that uh, whoever's working with us at least is thinking about the consumers on the end of the technology and are you given, uh, uh, giving those users an actual better experience with anything that you're doing. Uh, and so, uh, so we definitely agree that uh, we, we have to uh, consider the ethical concerns uh, and that's part of what we're, we're willing to challenge anyone on uh, because as we're as they're rolling out technology, but we also really want folks to think about the, the humans at the end of the technology uh, and, and how you engage them. Is this really an efficient way? Is it really a better experience? Yes, you may be saving money by deploying this, and yes, you possibly could uh, uh, eliminate jobs and things like that, but that's not the, the reason that we believe that folks should be looking into uh, or investing in AI. We really think that we're at a point now that uh, we have to consider the human experiences at the end of the technology before you're delivering true value to your organization. Um, again, a be beautiful um, sentiment. When a, when a company reaches out to you, how do you help them figure out what it is that they need? Because you know how sometimes you... Um, you think you, you know what your problem is, but you don't. Mm -hmm. And 
And so for us, it really is a, it's one of the, the, the biggest problems that we see in this space overall, uh, because when you're looking at, there's, there's, there's definitely, there's, again, there's tons of buzz, there's tons of hype, but in order for AI really to work in sort of your, your organization, you have to think about a couple of different elements. One, you should be able to identify a true problem space, right? Uh, something that you're really uh, looking to solve for. And two, you really have to make sure that you have great data to support that. So uh, do you have data sets that can actually allow you, that will actually enable you to try to solve this problem? If there's no data, then you're, you're, you're kind of stuck. Unless you, There are some exceptions, of course, when you're doing some very, very basic things. Yes, you can implement a chatbot uh, on your website or something like that without a lot of training data to start off with. But when you get into the deeper applications that are going to really uh, drive uh, change in your business, uh, there's uh, you just really you have to make sure that you uh, you know what you want to do, or you have the data to back that up, and, and then you have the data to be able to support the ongoing uh, development and execution of uh, of the applications. Well, I love so that. We start. Yes. Yeah, so well, we start hold right on one second. And, Go on from there. Um, James, we're going to take a quick break. Um, that, that's the unfortunate part of, of, of live is I always have to cut people off when they're saying really interesting things. But we're going to, we're going to be back in a moment, and I want to hear more about some of the trends that you're, you're seeing in all this. And I don't know if you can share with us any specific case studies, but maybe just you know generally talk about some solutions that some of your startups are rolling out and how they've impacted clients and also – you know, we're in this like gl- global economy right now. So how do you land the plane with something that is all, you know, computer science and data science? It, you know, is it regional and, and what do we what do we aim for and all of that? So we'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. We're talking with James Briggs, who's the co-CEO and founder of AI Collaborator, who's really sitting at the heart of helping us understand the future of consumer experiences. We'll be back in a moment. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody. We're back with the fabulous James Briggs. And James is the co-CEO and founder of AI Collaborator, which is a company that helps match AI startups to businesses, to corporations um, and brands to help them move forward in this with the specific overlay of um, helping the consumer experience and the consumer journey. So, um, James, I was just going to ask you, um, as you were sort of giving us the overview, so can you give us, a, give us some examples of 
you know, maybe some of the startups that you're working with and then some matchmaking that you've done and what solutions have rolled out of it. I know you have to keep things pretty, um, you know, uh, private in terms of a client work, but maybe you can just speak, speak to the categories of, of things that you've done. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're fortunate in what we do. It actually brings a lot of uh, uh, diverse opportunities our way, both in terms of the types of companies that we work with. Uh, uh, the, from, a, from a startup perspective, for example, our, our, our network currently has over 1,500 uh, AI startups uh, from all over the world. Uh, we actually touch uh, 40, 49 countries uh, and that network is constantly growing. Um, and, and so you can imagine just the different types of, uh, of things and the different types of uh, uh, just their own personal touch that these different startups put on their solutions given, given the markets that they're actually founding their companies in. Uh, and just the same with, and you know, with large companies too, uh, the, although one company could be asking for a uh, or many companies can come and ask for a chatbot, but when you really uh, get down to the nitty gritty of what they're asking for, uh, is something that's going to be customized to their own business. So that also creates a lot of diversity in terms of of what our solutions actually end up being. But we actually touch clients from advertising to entertainment to retail to events. So it's it's also it's it's very diverse. Uh, in terms of trying to give you a sense of the types of things that we're doing, uh, it, it really is all across the customer journey. So it's from the beginning, meaning someone who maybe there's, there's, there are advertisers who want to better understand end user behavior uh, and, and understanding how to better target their audience. So uh, we have clients, for example, who are using a lot of predictive analytics in order to really to, 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 to better engage their consumer audiences. Uh, and then we have clients that are taking those types of things even further and saying, okay, now that I understand this consumer, how do I understand this consumer when they're actually discussing or, uh, or, or speaking to our brand? And so if they're discussing the brand out on social networks, uh, how can we understand their sentiment? Do they like us? Do they not like us? Uh, uh, we know they're part of this consumer segment. Uh, we see them out there chatting about us in social, uh, on Twitter, and on other platforms. Uh, uh, what percentage of these consumers really enjoy engaging with us? Which, who are the consumers that don't enjoy so much engaging with us? And, and how do we engage and how do we talk, speak back to these consumers to improve our status with them and to improve our relationship with them? So we have startups that are doing lots of work in sentiment analysis. Uh, so being able to understand uh, using natural language processing to understand that consumer and what their sentiments are in, in those moments that they're communicating about a brand. And then giving also giving the, the brand the ability to communicate back in ways that uh, are, are more tailored towards that consumer's needs. Um, Beyond that, we are, we're working with folks in agriculture, for example, who are looking to apply things like computer vision, machine learning uh, together to, in order to, uh, to do things like precision agriculture. Um, there are some applications that will pull us a little bit uh, outside of our uh, customer journey areas, but uh, in a lot of cases, they're taking technologies that startups that we've discovered are applying to uh, a customer journey type application, but it also can be leveraged in another space. And so at this point in time, we're allowing ourselves to sort of uh, follow those things as well to be able to support um, uh, really a diversity of opportunities given our early stage of development. This We just celebrated our, our one year anniversary at this point. So uh, right now we're uh, we're really allowing uh, the startups, the uh, the large companies, and the opportunity to sort of drive the types of things that we're touching and, and executing on. Um, when you celebrated, was it about a bunch of robots dancing around? All right, just kidding. I can't help myself. 
<laughs> I just can't. I don't know why I am obsessed with that idea of uh, killer robots and, and AI. I mean, just just as a side question, is that something that you're still dealing with with clients that they are worried or concerned about um, concerned about uh, you know where this is all going, and you have to convince them it's okay to dive in. I, I, I think I, I that it's tough, tough not not be concerned about where it's all going because even if you just look at it from uh, uh, the the very much so the, the top of mind human side of things that you think about, well, are these things going to displace a lot of workers around the world? We uh, we hear all these great things about these technologies uh, and are they going to displace jobs? Uh, and then. Uh, you also have to, and if you're working in certain environments, right, you can actually you can actually experience that on a on a day to day basis. If you're working in a warehouse, for example, um, and you you can see robots actually being placed at desk stations right next to you, in, uh, in, in order to be part of the workflow. Uh, I tend to buy into uh, a view that uh, it's. Uh, it's not human or robots. It's, it's, it's or, or not human or artificial intelligence. It's both. Of, it's both working together in order to deliver better products, deliver more efficient processes, uh, deliver better experiences for consumers that are going to uh, that we're going to engage with, and also uh, uh, deliver a better work environment for. Uh, uh, for the humans that are trying to get a job done. So freeing up human capacity to do things that humans are best suited for and, and allowing uh, robots to do things that, uh, uh, and artificial intelligence to do things that are, that it's best suited for. Uh, when we, if we think back, and this is an example that I often hear, is that uh, when the automobile came around, a, a, a lot of horses did get put out of business, I guess, out of the business of carrying people around. Um, but there's a lot of human benefit as a result of that. And I tend to think that that's the case uh, uh, here with AI as well. I still have these uh, crazy dreams about that stuff, but <laughs> I'm going to ignore them. <laughs> well, is there um, a business category that um, that is uh, jumping into this more on the corporate side than others, you know, just because it's more natural for them or based on their consumer, um, it's a clearer path for them? Well, you know, I sort of look at it in a couple of different ways, and, 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 and this is sort of how I'm sort of learning and involving. You know, you, when you're sort of a startup, you're also, you're, 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 you're out, Seeking feedback in a lot of different ways, right? You're uh, you're probing with customers. You're trying to understand their experience, and, and most definitely with us, given that we're collaborating with with, with so many folks, uh, we actually we work very closely with the data scientists, and we work very closely with universities and even uh, government trade organizations and these types of things. And so we're constantly trying to understand uh, what's the motivation behind people embracing AI or, or not embracing AI. Uh, and so right now we've sort of settled on this conversation or innovation or disruption. So there's the folks who are driven to innovate, who are out embracing, and then there's the folks who are fearing disruption uh, is what we've seen. And, uh, and, so, uh, and so it's very inter interesting because both believe that artificial intelligence can make the difference in their success in a lot of cases. Um, but when it comes down to specific industries, I, I, we definitely see tons going on in the financial services. Uh, but when you look at financial services also, uh, uh, especially from a, a consumer perspective, uh, there was a lot of change, a lot of potential dis for disruption of relationships going on. Uh, so uh, if you think about apps like Venmo and these types of apps that have come to fruition in the last uh, uh, five, probably last five, three to five years, uh, those things were becoming a threat to the banking relationship that you have with 
uh, a traditional large bank. And so those folks are fighting back by going out and investing in technologies and aggressively investing in these technologies to improve their relationships. Uh, so, so that's been exciting to see that that industry is completely embraced. They understood, they recognized that, uh, that there was a huge risk of disruption. Uh, and so they're embracing the technology in order to create better experiences for their users. Um, and we also see, of course, from uh, consumer product companies, uh, we see companies out aggressively investing in to understand uh, their uh, the audience more and to be able to, to actually do more personalization. And so we see that, and we're seeing that sort of across a lot of different industries. I think the, the millennials did a a great job to convincing brands to that they must change their their ways. And, and as a result, uh, definitely uh, learning how to personalize, personalize their products and their services to those, uh, to the, those consumer groups needs. Uh, those groups tend to be uh, less brand loyal than other groups, uh, the, the groups, the, the generations before them. And so, uh, a lot of companies are, are rushing now to get out to uh, to invest in, in, in more data, more insights, to be able to capture those insights and then create a better, personal, better more personalized experience for those users. So we see that happen in a lot of places. Uh, but that you, totally, totally makes sense because if you, if everyone, if there's a chunk of companies that have a more personalized experience and you aren't there yet, you're going to lose business because the expectation has now been changed and that we're all going to be expecting these deeply personal experiences where I'm not being served up anything that isn't relevant, nor am I being served up things I've already purchased or I've already communicated to you that I do or don't like. So, so it's kind of, it's kind of changed the game. We, we actually have to take a break. We're going to come back and I want to ask you a few questions around some of the just general trends um, in artificial intelligence that you're seeing and how it's infecting, uh, affecting, not infecting, affecting brands and marketers and corporations and consumers. Um, just because you're sitting in the middle of this, of this storm right now, James, it's kind of exciting. So we're going to be back in a moment with James Briggs, AI collaborator. James is dropping insights on artificial intelligence and the consumer journey. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Network. 
This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody. We're back digging into artificial intelligence and how it's really impacting the consumer experience with James Briggs AI Collaborator, um, which is a company that's focused on connecting startups to brands and corporations who are looking to uh, to get better um, at, at connecting with that consumer. And so, James, I was just wondering, because you're sitting in such an interesting place right now with uh, with all these different um, startups, which startups to me always reflect trends. You know, even if the company doesn't last or make it or get the funding they need or whatever it is, but the fact that a, a bunch of smart people have gotten together and said, there is a need, this idea will address it, um, you know, is always trends to me. So I'm wondering, have you noticed any specific trends around AI um, and also what, you know, what businesses are looking at um, since you've begun this journey? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, on the sort of macro level, one of the things that is uh, that I'm sort of blown away with is, is how much embracing that we've already seen with the technologies. I mean, at this point, uh, whether we know it or not, just about everything that we do in our daily lives is now being touched and shaped in some way or uh, or another, unless you're completely living off the grid, right? Um, so if you just look at the, uh, uh, the number of industries, the number of companies that have started to embrace AI in some way, shape, and form, uh, you know, we had an opportunity to, to work with a restaurant franchising group. And the very interesting thing is that there are so many solutions that are now specialized to their needs from helping them identify uh, where best to put their stores. Uh, and then most definitely uh, uh, to be able to provide a better customer experience inside of their stores or, or when you're thinking about ordering from your app or whatever. So um, at, at this point, um, it's so broad in terms of, of, of how it's touching industries and uh, and individuals that so that's something that's one of the big trends that I've seen. Um, the impact on talent is another uh, huge trend that businesses are really going to have to reckon with as they think about bringing these technologies closer to themselves. Uh, and so uh, right now it's not uncommon for someone who's a researcher at a major university to really be able to demand $200,000, $300,000 plus uh, from large tech companies and consulting firms uh, to go out and get uh, uh, to come into and join their teams of, of data scientists and researchers. Uh, and, and there's not a whole lot of companies that can afford to staff up uh, $300,000, $400,000 uh, resources in one individual uh, uh, for these types of jobs. So uh, companies are going to truly be challenged in how they get access to resources. Uh, and then there's lots of exciting activities going on around personalization. Uh, so that is a big theme area. It's how do we take all the things that we know. Uh, I mean, there's marketers, being a marketer, uh, we've always had this desire at least throughout my career, of wanting to get to know the individual and, and wanting to be able to better engage with that individual, taking all these knowledge and insights that we have about that individual. And we're now getting to the point uh, with some of these great technologies that we see that we now can engage with the consumer on a very, very personal level. Uh, of course, there become issues of privacy and things like that that, the, that now have to uh, now have to become a greater part of the discussion because uh, consumers, of course, some folks may not want to be uh, engaged with on an extremely personal level. So there must be ways to act up, uh, to opt out uh, in order to uh, 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 to take yourself out of those those types of engagement. But but it's very exciting to me at least to see that we've gone to a point that uh, most brands are considering rather than how do I mass market out, how do I personalize my message to an end user to actually build a relationship with that, with that consumer. Uh, and then 
from another perspective, what we're also seeing is, you know, when we you know, first started, we started, we thought we'd probably some, some, uh, some, some, some uh, we would take one starting start and, 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 and be able to solve all the company's problems or, or, or address the pain points out of a business. But what we've actually seen is that uh, there's actually uh, there's actually a need to to to, to actually bring on um, uh, more solutions into an equation for a customer. Because and what I mean by that is maybe a customer thought they just needed a digital assistant or a chatbot in order to solve a problem, but there's an opportunity to bring more intelligence into uh, the typical uh, solution that allows them to really start thinking about these things on a much greater level. And so the technology is getting smarter by bringing in multiple partners to help solve a problem. Well, that's um, that's really interesting, too. It's funny because you start out a business um, thinking that these are going to be the things that are going to happen um, and then, you know, you keep learning uh, as you go along. Has anything that you've been exposed to in all of this, like, impacted your life personally? Like, have you changed anything or went out and bought something or did something differently because of what you've been exposed to in this in this um, job? I would definitely say that my eyes are now wide open in terms of just uh, how much innovation there is going on out there. And and some of that innovation is good, and some of that innovation is a little scary when it comes to the technology. Uh, and so uh, I, I think back to uh, my last organization when uh, we were trying to solve uh, big problems, things that we thought were big problems in terms of understanding a customer, being able to uh, help, a, help a marketer better engage with their audience. Uh, and, and now what I see is that with the power of AI and, and, and all of this intelligence and things that are out there, uh, you're able to really contextualize experiences that you're giving consumers in ways that you just weren't able to do uh, previously. Uh, you can you understand what you understand what the weather is, for example, when you understand that your consumers in LA and the weather is bad in LA, and and now you can very very readily bring those data points together and offer that consumer. Uh, something in real time that's very relevant to them. You can offer that consumer an umbrella, as an example, is ringing out this, and, and just pulling together data so quickly um, in, in order to solve problems. Uh, and so that can be, um, that for me, that's, it's exciting, and both it's, it's also uh, scary when you think of some of the applications, and, and we're always seeing and hearing of applications of, uh, of AI to uh, to, to, to spy and things like that too. So, uh, I, so to answer that question, I think it's, it, it, my eyes definitely have been open in terms of the, the power and the potential and the reach of the technology at this point. Um, do you also, uh, have you noticed, I forgot to ask you this because we, it, you did mention that you're dealing with, um, companies across the globe. Are you seeing any trends globally? Like, um, you know, are startups that come from Europe, more focused on one thing versus another, you know, or is there just a cultural change depending on where they come from? No, I haven't really seen a, a change. I think that still one of the things that has been eye-opening is how much uh, folks look to the U.S. for innovation. Uh, and so it's what's going on in the States. You'll see a lot of, uh, of companies, uh, uh, looking over here to see what's going on and maybe they take it and they, they'll tackle it in different ways back in their home market. Uh, uh, what we also see is, and one of the really exciting things for me about uh, the role that we get to play in all of this is that uh, we actually get to go meet these startups in their home countries and their home neighborhoods and, 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 and them living where they're living. Uh, and what we're also trying to bring to them is to say, well, you don't necessarily have to completely uproot your life in a place that you really enjoy living in and, and raising your family in in order to be successful. Uh, and so that's one of our uh, sort of one of the driving philosophies I've brought when, uh, when doing this, because I'm having started a couple of different startups uh, and, and typically I, well, uh, although this company is actually technically based in the Bay area, I've always lived in LA 
and sort of refused to, to relocate myself uh, outside of L.A. in order to, to build my companies. It, and so I sort of take and embrace that philosophy and are trying to offer at least on certain levels to these, uh, to these entrepreneurs is that you can live where you are and we're in a global world now with, with, the, with the, these technologies. You can now, you should be able to access your customers and live in, enjoy where you're living without having to disrupt your own life just to run your business. And so that's sort of, that side of things is kind of fascinating for me. And, and it's going to be an interesting journey to see how successful we are at enabling more companies, more, enabling more entrepreneurs to, to be where they want to be and connect them into a platform that they can get clients on a global basis. I mean, I mean, I, I love that, James. I think I'm going to quote you now the next time somebody asks me to relocate. Because <laughs> that's just like, yeah, that's the modern approach to business, right? Yeah, yeah, and coming from LA, most of us have have, have gone through the process of the East Coast company wanting us to uh, to relocate back east. So I can, and, and definitely in the startup world, it's there's a, a pull. At least over time, there's always been a pull. Well, you should be in the Bay Area, or else you're not going to get access to the resources that you need to be successful. Uh, and I've always fought that, and and maybe to my detriment, but I think I've had a a happier life living where I'm more comfortable living. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's too cold on the East Coast and it's too expensive in San Francisco. So I agree with you. All right, we have to take we have to take one more break, and when we come back, um, I want to hear what's next for AI Collaborator, and, and also, you know, where are you going to to keep up with all of this? Because that's another thing a lot of our listeners are trying to figure out is how to keep their finger on the pulse of all of this. Um, so we're going to be back in a moment with James Briggs, who is the CEO and co-founder of. Uh, AI Collaborator, um, dropping some serious insights on the state of AI and uh, startups and how it's impacting many business categories. We'll be back in a moment. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. And we are back with James from AI Collaborator. And James, I was just wondering, so how do you keep up with the trends? Like you're obviously reaching out and creating a community so that so that startups will come and want to jump on your platform. But how do you keep up with understanding what the latest and greatest is? Are you going to a lot of shows? Are you are there certain blogs or influencers you read? Like who what's your what's your secret sauce? You know, I do a lot of reading and a lot of listening. <laughs> Those are my two secrets. And uh, one way is and, and 
so for me and my co-founder too, we're actually not technical co-founders. We are both, he comes from the finance world and I come from the marketing world. Uh, but uh, my overall philosophy is that uh, there's so much going on here. Uh, AI, it's, it really is about solving problems and we all need to be able to understand and solve problems in our organizations with this. And we can't, we can't afford to be afraid of the technology um, and so what I do is uh, there are podcasts out there, places like Tremble AI, where are way over my head in terms of the things that uh, 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 the technical depth that they go into. But I go and I listen. I'm working out and I'm listening to those podcasts, and, uh, and I really enjoy them. There are great writers and authors who can make it very uh, approachable. Uh, there's uh, a book, and I can't even think of the the art there, but it's human plus AI, uh, and it, it is one of the best books uh, it's, from it's a perspective. Oh, it's human plus AI, it's called? Yes, and it's actually one of the best books that I've read in a long time, and highly, highly, highly recommend it, and um, uh, yeah, and so lots of reading, lots of conferences. Uh, engaging with people. I, I'm fortunate in that I get to ask my stupid questions to data scientists. Uh, part of the relationships that we establish with startups that we're working with is that we get access to their data science resources. Uh, and um, with those uh, resources, we can bring questions that our customers have as well as uh, our own questions to them. Uh, and so uh, on a daily, on a weekly basis, I'm asking them some stupid question about the technologies and, uh, and, and getting some answers. So I get to, uh, and, and, and the other cool piece too is I actually get to uh, ask these things, my stupid questions to people all over the world. And that's a part of building this very collaborative and open platform. So yeah, those are, those are sort of my ways of getting access. We are doing a lot of work right now with uh, uh, conferences ourselves in terms of helping them connect with startups. Uh, and so, uh, so we're sort of embraced and, and, uh, and put ourselves right in the middle of those types of communities. And so there's just a tremendous opportunity to go out and engage with folks. But a lot of it really comes down to it's just jumping into the iPod store, I mean, the, the podcast store and searching on AI. And there's just, and, 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 and some of it even is not in, the traditional, I mean, are highly technical source. I will go to a place like the New Yorker and and see what they're saying about AI and listen to that article as I work out and things like that. So I'll, I'll just sort of uh, jump all over the place and just uh, uh, dive into things that look interesting to me. And, and there's just a tremendous amount to be learned out there. Do you go, um, are there any trade shows that you think um, people should just not miss at this point in time? They're just too important to go to? Um, you know, definitely I think that CES is always awesome because they actually, and especially if you're coming from, you're not a technologist and you want to see sort of cutting edge, uh, CES does an amazing job of curating uh, not only great things that are going on inside of big companies, but also a lot of amazing things that are going on with, with startups. Uh, last year, I went to CES, and I didn't even leave the startup pavilion the entire three days that I was there. Uh, uh, part of it is, of course, that's my job, is to go out and engage with those companies. But there was just so much exciting, so many exciting things going on uh, with those companies that I just sort of stayed in that area and just learned a tremendous amount. Um, I also, I like uh, Web Summit that's going on right now. Uh, that's pretty awesome for the same reasons. It's a, it's more uh, European-based. But and this it, is uh, the conference in, uh, in Lisbon, right? That used to be in Dublin. Yes, that one's going on in Lisbon right now. Yeah. Um, but there are, there are some growing uh, AI summits that are, that are growing from a business perspective. There's AI World. Uh, which we're partnering with uh, here in December. That's also in, in Boston. Uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, uh, excitement uh, going on around them and some of the things that they're doing in the life sciences space and things like that. Um, 
South by Southwest, of course, is always breaking new ground, bringing a lot of innovative uh, uh, discoveries to the stage. Uh, so there's there's a lot of them out there, and AI is becoming a bigger part of the stories with with, with these with these platforms. And by Got the it. way, the yeah. the book name was Human Plus Machine, not Human Plus AI. Okay, Human Plus Machine. Okay, and and who is the author? Good question. Human <laughs> Plus Machine by uh, H. James Wilson. Great. And Paul Darkey. Great. Um, that's awesome. Um, now, where can people learn more about what you're doing? If I'm a startup and I want to jump onto your platform, or if I'm a large corporation and I want to leverage some of your startups? AICollaborator.com or I'm all over LinkedIn, James Briggs at AI Collaborator. Happy to, uh, happy to speak, happy to engage, and happy to share. And is there and any for for you? Is there um, you know the, a better type of startup and a better type of corporation to work with, or is it all sizes and shapes? Uh, we're right now. We're typically working with Fortune 500 companies uh, in terms of the size there. Uh, in anyone that's focused on uh, better engaging a consumer audience, uh, and so that's those that's the type of corporation that we're working with. Uh, and it really is very, very diverse in terms of the uh, the industry segments that that, that they're coming from. Um, from a startup perspective, we're looking for companies in applied AI, computer vision, machine learning, um, natural language processing. Uh, uh, so very applied technologies that are touching things along the customer journey. Anything from loyalty, data, and insights. Uh, even some robotics in terms of business processes and things like that. So fairly diverse as well, but really focused on sort of applied AI to business problems. Killer robots. All right, just kidding. All right, well, we we have to wrap up, but we have been talking to James Briggs, AI Collaborators, who um, has started a, com- a fascinating company that is matchmaking AI startups to Fortune 500 companies all focused on the consumer journey and on the consumer experience. Really pivotal moment in time for this space, and you guys have really put yourself at the center of it. Thank you so much for for um, giving us so many insights um, about what's happening. And check out um, AI collaborators um, so you can jump into to what they're doing. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us this week. Thank you, Laurie. Greatly appreciate you having me. And you're not a killer robot. You're actually James Briggs. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Tech Cat Show. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 